Welcome to the Splash Assass Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. And if you missed yesterday's episode, we had some fun recapping the Pete and Sebastian show. Wait, we actually had the best time, so I would highly suggest going back to listen. And it was a fun little July 4th surprise because... I was just excited that they put out new content and there was like nothing this weekend. Having July 4th on a Tuesday really fucked with all of the network's minds. Like, I don't know what happened, but this is exactly what I was saying with Below Deck, okay? Below Deck, the past few weeks, months even, they have been having 72-hour new episodes every single Monday night. No, not 72 hours, but at least two hours of new episodes every Monday night. And now, Bravo just went Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, three days straight, with no new content. Why didn't they save some of those Below Deck episodes? And it could have been like a fun 4th of July weekend, new Bravo to Below Deck. You know, like it's as if network execs still think we're back in the 80s where we want to spend all our time. <laughs> all our time with family and friends. Again, like, yes, we want to enjoy the holidays with people, of course, but we also do still have time to absorb new content, okay? So don't be scared. Don't be scared to show us some Real Housewives of Atlanta on a Sunday night. And if I'm with Grandma celebrating the 4th of July, come on, Granny Esther, like, come scooch on over and let me show you how the OLGs do it in Atlanta. It's important for old lady gangs all over the world to see how each other runs their operations. All right, Grandma Bertha, or whatever the fuck I named you. Okay, so I also, oh my God, you guys, I saw pictures of the millionaire, billionaire, whoever, an heir, uh, Mark Rubin. He hosted a Hamptons bash for the ages for all the celebs, except the dress code was to wear all white. <gasps> and I had to bring this up because there's one picture with all the boys. <laughs> and I swear it looked like an advertisement for a painting company. Like, I don't care. It was Tom Brady, Jay-Z. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care if you're a model, whatever. When you guys are all dressed in <laughs> Why it looked like the college hunks moving company started a painting line. Like, I still see those college hunk moving trucks driving around, actually. Wait, now that I say that, I've always wondered if during the pandemic, when tons of people moved, if that company needed employees so bad that they'd hire whoever. And can you imagine if you were a hunk working with the uggo who was just hired and now you show up at a house to start packing it up and you see the look of confusion and disappointment sweep across the customer's face as you quickly whisk them aside to spare the uggo's feelings and explain that due to staffing issues they could only provide one hunk per move <laughs> so sorry we had to bring the uggo with us but 
<laughs> but times are tough, you know? Um, but maybe like the hunk could do a strip tease in the truck first to make up for it. I, I don't know. Who said that? I don't know. Maybe it was Doug Buden. No, all I'm saying is you got to be careful with all white clothing, clothing parties, because in group picture... <laughs> Half the people look like painters and the other half look like they're all going to a bridal convention. Like, I recommend white with a splash. That's all the attire would say on my invitation. White with a splash and see where people take it from there. And to take it from here, we will move right into the July 5th episode of Jeff Lewis Live. We had Mercedes Javade, we had Doug Bjorden, and we had Shane. Douglas. So Jameson brought back some knickknacks in Paris, knickknack paddywhack, um, a new fanny pack, knickknack fanny pack. And he also bought an album, an album, like a record player, an album. We get it. Okay. So look, I get it's cool to say, hey, I got this in Paris. Because that's exactly what you do when you put on the record player that you got in Paris. But isn't it even cooler to order the album online? And watch it be at your doorstep when you arrive home from your trip instead. So then you don't need like lug it around the airport and take out all your luggage and be like, oh, do I even have room for these jeans anymore? Or do I want this album? Which one do I want more? You know, you don't have to play that game. Instead, you can say, I Amazon primed this album from Paris. It's perfect. It's a, the same exact thing. All right. It's the same thing. I don't know. Naya distracted me because. <laughs> Sorry, Nye. Just <laughs> I had to throw someone under the bus. Um, she strolled in two minutes late. <clears throat> I'm just saying, I'd be early, Jeff. I'd be. I mean, sorry, Nye, but it's true. Okay, so we learned from Jameson the dessert at the wedding was drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> you guys, can you imagine being the grooms at the wedding and you're listening to your officiant recap it live on air today during JLL. And you're like, wait, what was that, honey? Did he just say that we look drop dead gorgeous? Uh, uh, no, uh, he was actually talking about the dessert. He said, he said the dessert was gorgeous. We've actually yet to be mentioned. In fact, <laughs> is what I think the grooms that Jameson married are thinking. So uh, there was a lot of tears and giggles at the wedding. Jameson ate a lot of bread. I fucking love bread. I'm a fresh bakery sourdough kind of bitch. Sour bitch, doughy bitch. All the bread is delish. Okay, okay. So MJ promotes the official after show. Don't forget to listen to the past 59 episodes of the unofficial after show as well. Now, Jameson talked to Franck in France. I wonder if he got Franck a uh, Fonny Pock in France. Uh, so it's just so fucking fun to say it like that. Franck, France, Fonny Pock. <laughs> okay, I'm clearly having a great time today. So Jeff also had a grand old flag in time this holiday weekend, except what a fucking plot twist, you guys. I did not see this one coming. Somebody got in trouble with the cops for fireworks this weekend, but it wasn't Jeff or Todd Lewis. What? It was Kelly Dodd's hubby, Rick Leventhal. 
what the little slick Rick over there? So they were enjoying the weekend and Jeff did the absolute classic, criticize somebody else's behavior and then display the exact same behavior later, only 12 times. <laughs> 12 times worse. And Jeff basically shamed Shane for having a Sunday fun day and perhaps taking a sip too many. Okay, it's a holiday weekend. That's what it's for. And then cut to Monday night, Jeff was the one going off the rails even worse. So though we didn't get much deets besides turning everyone, (laughs) he turned everyone at the party against some backup singer. (laughs) Because after the police came to Kelly's, it was just a warning, much ado about nothing. So again, I guess that means, yeah, do the fireworks, y'all. Like, just do the fireworks, you'll get a warning, and you get to get the best of both worlds. So they went into the living room, unless you get arrested, and then I told you to do nothing, okay? All right? Great. So at Kelly's party, they went into the living room to do karaoke. That's what they went to do, allegedly. So they were doing karaoke, and this lady was supposed to be a backup singer for Kenny username and login. Was it what well, was that was his name? Kenny Kenny Login something. So the lady didn't know the lyrics. <laughs> And everyone started shaming her at the party, of course, brought on by Sir Lewis himself, who then continued the shaming first thing in the morning with a call to Kelly Dodd to debrief on the day before. And while Jeff was on speakerphone saying that her friend is a liar about being a backup singer, the backup singer was sitting right there next to Kelly. So look, I actually got to take El Jefe's side on this one because... Because it's the same thing as Oscar the intern last week. Like, if you're in the entertainment industry and somebody says, entertain me, dance, monkey, dance. Like, okay, call me fucking Curious George because I will find out whatever it takes to make you entertain. Like, that's my job. That's what I'm here for, peeps. You, You know that. Um, also, I was thinking about it because if Oscar doesn't want to go into animated porn, that might have been a very like aggressive uh, suggestion for an intern. So I changed my mind. I still want him in the audio region. Um, so or arena. Let's go with that. Um, so I was thinking he should be reading romance novels. You guys, he should be doing the voice for like those. I don't know. I don't. Danielle Steele. OK, there's one. Good, well, I don't know where I whipped that from, but that was like a photographic memory moment from my mom's secret shelf on her book, <laughs> book stand. There'd be like one section that was covered with things and it was all allegedly the Danielle Steele books that could be read by Oscar. He, that's the voice that the, you have the Rico Suave. That is your wheelhouse. Or again, live in whatever wheelhouse you'd like. <laughs> Uh, you steer that wheel to whatever house you want. So MJ hearing about this Newport weekend that Jeff and Shane had, she had FOMO. She had FOMO uh, because she was busy doing what she was supposed to do, quote unquote, supposed to, and hung out with the fam, fam time. You guys, that is what I'm saying. Circle back to yesterday's pod, please. We Even if you don't listen to Pete and Sebastian, we had fun, okay? But MJ was literally (laughs) 
searching for any excuse to get down to Newport to go out with her friend. She was like, oh, I think uh, I have my grandpa's best friend's cousin twice removed on my mom's side down there. So I I think I've been meaning to stop by and say hi. I can just say hi to everybody at once. Like, (laughs) Like MJ, you don't need to say you have a cousin. It's okay. Just go to Newport. Just go to Newport and okay. Except then it got real deep. It got real deep. Like you could hear the tears start to get lodged in MJ's throat and they never spilled over, but it felt like one of those days where she might take the long way home and keep the tissues on deck. If you know what I mean, listen to some Eva Cassidy. I don't fucking know, but, um, she might not want to look at my story because it's all in good fun. I I love you, MJ. (laughs) I love you, MJ, but we have to have some fun. Okay. So if you're extra sensitive today might not be the day, but MJ basically overthink her life away. I know that's not a word was overthinking. I like overthink. So she was overthinking as many of us do and convinced herself that Jeff was mad at her. Ugh, isn't that so annoying when your friends are like, oh my God, are you mad at me? And you're like, nah, bro, I'm fucking busy. Like, I'm I'm just living. I didn't even know that I forgot you were even there, you know? Not saying that that's what happened. So um, basically, there's lots of chump events and text threads that MJ is not part of. Doug said that he's not part of them either, but he doesn't get FOMO. He gets JOMO, where <laughs> the joy of missing out. Same, Doug, same. Okay, so Jeff brings up hanging out with Heather McDonald's later in the show. And I was thinking from the very beginning that MJ was very much giving off Heather Mickey D vibes. Look, I feel like I end up harping on MJ about something every time she's here. And I love her so much. I do. It's just that sometimes she's just so harpable. She's just so harpable. And, you know, and truly, MJ, love you. But you got to grab your umbrella because there's some slight sass about to be splashed your way. Yeah. Guys, it was so cringe to keep hearing her bring up wanting to be invited the entire episode. Oh my God. It's like when you have to explain a joke, right? It's because it wasn't that funny. So if you have to beg to be invited somewhere, it's because they didn't even think to invite you. Like, I'm sorry, let it go. And MJ, what the fuck happened to the Shaws of Sunset family? Like, filming stops and so do the friendships? I mean, I know I you can totally hang out with the chumps and sure, all that. But, like, I kind of wish you were hanging out with Reza and Gigi, like the good old days. And then peppering in the chumps occasionally instead of trying to force into this group that definitely is not purposely excluding you. Like, I, they definitely love hanging out with you. They just have their own thing going on, you know? Like... You gotta make them want to invite you, MJ, not invite yourself, you know? Um, now, unfortunately, my prediction came true and Todd and Carrie Lewis's relationship became, <laughs> became the only thing to explode like fireworks this weekend. No, I'm kidding. Todd just potentially was a bitch to her on her birthday and then finally calmed down once his brother saved the day. Brother saves the day and... The Lewis brothers got their way after all with a relocation of the fireworks show to Chateau Lewis. Except when Jeff was shooting them off at his house, (laughs) he got some sparks on his neighbor's car to the point where she dragged herself 
outside in her robe. She was telling Jeff by wearing her robe, she was letting Jeff know, you just inconvenience me so hard. I'm not even fucking putting on respectable clothes right now. Like I, you're lucky I'm even wearing clothes right now. Like you should have to see what gravity has done to my body as I go and move because what the fuck are you doing to my car right now? Like Jeff, Oh my God. If Ash, if you're lighting this bitch's car on fire, then you at least owe her the caviar and wine that you didn't have to bribe Carrie Lewis with. Okay. We just talked about Carrie wanting to stay in good standing in her neighborhood. Yet here you are, (laughs) here you are literally blowing your relationships to smithereens with your neighbors. Honestly, your lucky neighbor, Helen, wasn't standing outside, <laughs> wasn't standing outside waiting for another ride to another random location and suddenly got pelted by smoldering dynamite and ashes. God damn, another fucking lawsuit. Actually, who's to say that a firework didn't land on Helen? Can somebody go check on Helen? Helen, Helen, Helen. Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling you, I'm just, I have constant like heat stroke delirium during the summer, <laughs> during the summer here. Okay. So, um, Stu's car was also in the line of fire, but he was either too lazy or too drunk to move his car. It was probably a little bit of both, but he ended up leaving his keys out on the sidewalk again. At this point, he is begging, begging to not only scam others, but become the target of a scam himself. Like, what the fuck? Except if Stu invites the robbers in by leaving the keys out for them, is that even robbing? I'm pretty sure that's just inviting the wrong house guests in and insurance doesn't cover theft by stupidity. Or or maybe Stu's is special, you know? Just like him. No, oh my God, who said that? I did not, I'm so, I didn't say that, I'm sorry. Okay, so by the end, Jeff wanted to blow up a car... (laughs) But he resisted. I, uh, Jeff, I get it. I crave lighting things on fire and blowing things up and smashing things all the time. I know it sounds aggressive and that's because it is. What's more aggressive is MJ declaring that 4th of July is her favorite holiday ever. What? I'm sorry. I think that is way too bold of a statement. Her point was that there's sentiment behind the day. There's things to do, family, good food, etc. Yeah, except for the fact that it's in fucking July. Circle back to what I just said about dying from heat stroke. That means that the humidity on at least the East Coast is at a minimum of 107% by July. So it's just not a great time for us, okay? Thanksgiving now. Thanksgiving is hands down the best holiday ever. Not for the indigenous people that Ben and Jerry's tried to defend this weekend. <laughs> and shout out to all the indigenous people. We love you. Um, But okay, back to Thanksgiving. It's in November. That's the perfect month for weather. Perfect month for weather. And Thanksgiving is a holiday that revolves solely around food. I like that for the exact opposite reason. MJ loves the fourth. Like she gave it so many. I just want one thing to celebrate. I just want food just to celebrate food because Thanksgiving, you pretty much stay at one house from the beginning of the day until that last fucking football is kicked through the hoop and you just eat yourself into a coma. It's great. Or you can be like your uncle Jeff and drink enough wine that you think it's the fourth of July.
Now, Shannon and John Jansen are casually dating again, even though, speaking of drinking, Jeff points out when they drink as a couple, they argue. Same with Jeff and Stu and MJ and Tommy and pretty much every couple anywhere, anywhere. Um, But MJ isn't ready for Shannon to forgive John. Oh, relationships are so exhausting, man. Just stay stay unofficial, you guys. I'm telling you, it's a great time. But Doug was like, (laughs) when MJ was like, yeah, I just, I can't hang out with him. I'm not ready for it. And Doug's like, (laughs) he's like, "Um, yeah, get over it. Like, you're going to have to get over that. Like, if this is what Shannon wants, then it is what it is, bro. (laughs) And MJ, she keeps trying to be like, yeah, but Shannon deserves blah, 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 blah. And she went through so much hurt and cry. Look, MJ, again, we love you, but I have learned this the hard way with Stu and Jeff. You just can't invest yourself that much into other people's relationships to the point where you actually care like this. Like, I know you think you're being helpful and being a good friend, caring, but it really doesn't help Shannon. That's not helpful. Like, Doug's right. If this is what she wants to do, there's enough bad shit going on in the world that nothing that bad happened between her and John. So just let it be. She's getting comfortable D again. Like let, let that be. That's a beautiful thing. Okay. Comfortable sex is a beautiful thing. So if MJ, you really feel like you're not being a good friend, if you don't tell Shannon, like, "Uh, are you sure you want to be with John and blah, blah, like warn her about John again, then just say, look, Shannon, I'm scared it's going to end bad again. But as long as you know, then I'm here for you as a friend. So tell me what fucking position you guys did in last night. Reverse that cowgirl. Reverse that cowgirl. Okay. Um, yeah. So MJ, just stay uninvested. Stay unofficial. It just makes life easier. Which Doug also totally points out, by the way, like if it's going to affect you that much, that you need Shannon Bador, who MJ's not even that close to, to personally give you an explanation on her full relationship status and the rationale for why she wants some comfy D again. Like, no, who has the time to care that much about other people? Come on, I will hang out with you and your ex and your ex's new baby mama, and you can all be in a thruple. And as long as after a couple beers at the brewery, I can go home to my cats then I don't give a fuck what y'all are doing. You know, I'll hang out with whoever as long as at the end of the day, I can go home to do what I want to do. You know, if Shannon wants to do John, let her do John. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So then we touch on, ew, I'm like, I don't, I, once I said do John and it was clearly about fucking. And then I was going to say, we touch on the Kyle Rich and I don't like touching and fucking all in the same mind imagery. We move on to the Kyle Richards and Mauricio Umansky news of a split. As MJ points out, which is so true, it must be jarring for people in relationships to hear of a long-term couple breaking up like that because it is like, shit, us newlyweds keep pushing through all of our trials and tribulations because you fools who have been married for 75 years tell us that it's all worth it. But then, come to find out, you were just bullshitting through your teeth to save fucking face, and you actually couldn't wait to start fucking your personal trainer once enough kids were shipped off to college. Oh my god, you guys, for the millionth time, that is what I'm saying about kids. When is somebody finally going to say, 
yo, I kind of wish I didn't do that. Like, I don't just miss my old life. I preferred it. I preferred it. I want to go back, back to where I didn't need to ask people permission to go hang out with my friends in Newport. Well, actually, you didn't really need to ask anybody because there wasn't really the invitation. But again, MJ, that's because I get I get it with the Trumps. Like, they're not the invitation kind of people. Like, again, they have their core group. And then, like, yeah, if you want to be part of that, you got to put in some work, you know? And you got to put in the effort. You get it. You get it. I love you. Okay, so Jeff was saying that the SiriusXM app sucks. His words not mine if you're listening, Jim Thompson. <laughs> of course he's not. Okay, Jeff and Shane tried to listen to the official after show on the way to Newport, but they were having some tech issues. Hey, Jeff, do you know what doesn't suck? All the platforms that Splash Assess is on. So listen to, after today, all 60 episodes of your unofficial after show wherever you stream your shit. Shit stream. Up shit's creek without a paddle now down crappy lake without a saddle. All right, guys. So uh, Jeff was trying to do a little QVC promotion for Leah Black, and (laughs) he ended up saying summer bunder sale. (laughs) Jeff, again, you little fucking genius. Okay, you all know how much I loathe advertisements. Loathe them. And you know how much I love when people, including me, stumble over their words. So for Jeff to fuck up Leah Black's commercial with a bundle, bunder, blunder. Oh my, you you guys, say that fucking five times fast. Are you joking? Because it was supposed to be a bundle. He said bunder. What a blunder. Bundle, bunder, blunder. Bundle, blunder. All right, guys. I'm telling you, it's the heat. So Jeff cracked the code to actually make me fucking smile during something that I fucking hate normally. So please, Jeff, can you fuck up every live read and give us something to laugh at? It was amazing. It was amazing. Now we ended with Jeff eating some delicious pizza and so did his dog, Toby, because both father and son love shoving warm meat down their throats. CMJ, no explanation is needed for jokes and no invitation is needed when people want to invite you. You know, so let them give a little space for them to want to invite you. Except now after that display, they're going to be so overly sensitive because there was already the Heather McDonald scandal. They don't want anybody else thinking that they are an exclusive Trump crew, even though they are. Um, So yeah, you'll, you'll get the invite. So will Chaz Dean. So will everybody else, I'm sure, except for the fucking unofficial after show because we like to stay on the outskirts by choice. It's totally, totally by by choice. And if you so choose, please tell some more people about Splash of Sass. In the meantime, Insta Story, Splash of Sass podcast, rate, subscribe, review, all that shit. I love you guys so fucking much. We will be back tomorrow with a new Jeff Lewis Live recap. See you then. Bye. Splash, splash, splash.